Hello, and welcome to Increasing Faith's podcast, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We're so happy you found us. We exist to reach people with the love of God, to serve those in our community, and to empower God's people to become agents of change. Have you been inspired to reach higher, to push beyond your current circumstances? Or have we helped you get to that aha moment? Then share this with a friend. We can't wait to see you soon. God bless. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. You are. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. I meant you turn it up. <laughs> Not so much the music. <laughs> Yeah, yes, 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 yes. I know somebody feel like jumping like me if you can. Get excited and make some noise. The final say, who gets? Who has? Who got it? Come on. Yes. One more time. Who got it? Yes. Here we go. Who has it?
I don't know about you, but I got a reason. I got a reason. I might as well laugh my way into my destiny. Jump my way into my destiny. Praise my way into my destiny. Step out, step out, step out, step out, step out and praise him. Step out and praise him. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Get out of your comfort zone. Yes. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. Yes. Okay. This this is it. <laughs> Come on. Oh, 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 yes, come on, oh, 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 I can't hear you, oh, oh, <laughs> Come on, let's make some noise. Hallelujah, let's make some noise in this place. God is good. Come on, come on, come on. Shout, God is good. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you can, you can return to your seats and give him a shout of praise. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes we enter into worship and we see some people moving because the music playing too fast for some people to move. And I may not have a shout like the way you got it. You know, I can't move like the way you can move. You know, we see that. But I like to dance where everybody can move. Amen. Did you enjoy yourself? Everybody moving in their own way. Hallelujah. That's true worship and praise. Amen. One more time. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Before we get into the word, amen, we're moving right along. And before we get to the word on tonight, I want you, and, and I understand the season, I understand the COVID season, I understand all of that. I'm not in fear of it, but I respect what's going on. I'm cautious of what's going on. I'm saying that for this reason. Before the prophetic word come on tonight, while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, instead of calling you up and putting my physical hands on you, amen, 
while every head bow and every eyes are closed and, and while no one is looking to the left nor right or, or behind you or trying to focus who's beside you I'm going to ask if there's anyone in this place that is either carrying depression you carrying frustration you carrying some sort of emptiness even though we danced and we were happy for that moment I, I, I don't want you to leave this place and carry any weight back home I don't want it to come or I, I don't want it to to live at your address anymore okay all right whether it's some kind of sickness that the doctor has diagnosed and you've been on medication after medication and it's one thing to be on medication but but this kind of a deal is a plague and a nag it nags you in the morning the thing nags you in the evening it nags you at night and you know good and well that this is not the will of God for my life but this thing in which I'm dealing with is trying to make home in my body you see, when something nags you constantly, what it's trying to do is take over. But I want you to shout, it won't, it won't take over. In other words, it won't have authority over my life. It won't have authority over my life anymore. Now, I dealt with it in 2021. I, I dealt with it. I put up with it. I tolerate it. But tell your neighbor, you don't have to tolerate it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to allow it to ride in your car as a passenger anymore. Amen. So, so if it's sickness, if it's a mental issue, if it's emotional instability, if it's fear, I'm, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking about being afraid. Zoe and I, we, we were walking, uh, you, know, you know, her little dog and a, and a bigger dog came out. And I was telling my daughter, I said, Zoe, don't run. Don't run. She was ready to take off, and I don't blame her. Don't run. But I was telling her, draw close. So every once in a while, I would check with my daughter and, and to feel her because I couldn't feel her presence. I want you to catch that. I couldn't feel her presence because she was afraid, and she had allowed her being afraid to drift her away. So I had to check, and I said, Zoe. I had to check. I, Zoe. I had to check and say, Zoe. But every time I turned my head, the dog was drawing closer. So now I'm stuck in between. I got to defend my daughter and myself. But I got to keep my eyes on this dog. Because every time I take my eyes off this dog, he is trying to draw closer for maybe a strike. But I don't need my daughter to run. Because if she run, the dog is going to bypass me and chase her. So she was actually putting me at a disadvantage because she was afraid fear is a spirit being afraid is something that's emotional the spirit of fear will cause you to lose your mind and it comes out of circumstances if you've been battling the spirit of fear we're going to deal with that before the prophetic word come forth because I want you to receive amen so while your eyes are closed and your head is bowed, if there's anyone in this place that is battling the spirit of fear, not being afraid, but the spirit of fear, I want you to raise your hand. I'm going to pray for you right in your chair. Amen. I see that hand. I see those hands. Amen. See those hands. Amen. Amen. You may put it down. Amen. I see that hand. Amen. I'm going to pray for you right now. 
not by my emotions, not by my opinions, not by my thoughts, but the word of God said that God has not given you the spirit of fear. That means God has not given you the power to take ownership of anything that is not his. You are not fearful. You are not fearful. Because I don't want all the energy pointed on the ones who raised their hand. I want everybody to say this, as well as the one who raised their hand. I want you to say, I am not fearful. And I want you to believe that, especially those who raise your hands. I want you to settle that right now on the word. Right now, in your heart. Right now, settle it. Mean it with all your heart. Say, I won't take ownership of fear. Say, God has not given me the spirit of fear. Yeah. But say, I have the power to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now say, I am free this day. From the bondage of fear. Today I build an altar. And I claim it as freedom. I seal this in Jesus name. Satan you are a liar. You have tried to connive me before. And today it did not work. I am free. I am free. free. Woo. You got to feel that. I am free. free. You got to feel it. Now accept that. I want you to accept that. Say, I am free. free. That means if you raise your hand, that means you got to be entering into a praise. A praise. See, when the spirit of the Lord enters in you and you experience freedom, what automatically comes from that is a praise. Because I'm free. I'm free. Your mind will immediately begin to talk you out of it because your mind is trying to focus on how you feel. But you are free by faith, not by how you feel. For we walk by faith and not by sight. You are free tonight. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If there's anyone in this place right now that has a plague that has been nagging them, frustrating them, you can't enjoy the life that you know God has designed for you because of this thing. Why every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I want you to raise your hand. Yeah. Hallelujah. I see those hands. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you immediately. See, God can touch us right where we are. We don't have to be traditional. God can deal with you right at your address. Now, Satan, you is a liar. You are a liar. You are a liar. Pain and sickness has no authority over these bodies. For these bodies belong to God. We have not been created in the image of sickness, though we go through things in life, some expectedly and some unexpectedly. But we declare that whatever issue, God, that these precious people of yours are experiencing, it dies now. It will not. It will not. 
it will not. I need the church to say, it will not. It will not. It will not have root in my life. It dies right now. I curse the pain. I curse the sickness at the root of it. You will not grow here anymore. 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 You die tonight in Jesus' name. We kill you tonight, pain. We kill you tonight, sickness. By the blood of Jesus, we cast you back to the pits of hell. You will not plague me anymore. You will not follow me into this season. Hallelujah. If you believe that you have the victory, I need the church to enter into a praise. Claim it. It doesn't matter how you feel. It only matters what the words say. It doesn't matter if you're feeling it right now. While you probably was confessing it, you started feeling it. But tell your neighbor, it doesn't matter how I feel. It matters what God says. And the Bible says, by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. I need somebody to get excited and claim the healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If anyone in this place have been dealing with anxiety of the mind, yeah, because of circumstances, You've been battling that. And I'm not talking about just tonight. It has been an off and on battle. Like a light switch on and off. I'm taking this time up because you're not going to carry this thing in this upcoming year. You're going to live a life of freedom. While every head is bowing and every eye is closed, if that's you, I want you to raise your hand. Yeah. 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 You can put your hands down. I want everyone to say, this is not mine. The only reason why you're dealing with that anxiety, because you believe is yours. You believe that responsibility is yours. But I want you to say, it's not mine. Cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. See, there's a scripture for everything that we're dealing with. So I will cast my care. Upon the Lord, I will cast my cares upon the Lord, for he cares for me. I will cast my cares upon the Lord. Y'all touch your chest and say, because he cares for me. Now take a deep breath and release it. Yeah. Minister Holy Spirit to these your precious people minister to them put your hand on your chest yeah some of the issues with the heart somebody dealing with folks not somebody but there's folks dealing with issues of the heart it's because of that anxiety spirit that has been broken you won't have no heart issues touch your heart take a deep breath god control their blood pressure Control the pressure of their blood. Open up their veins supernaturally. Yes, there are some that needs to visit the doctor, but there is no doctor on site 
right now. So I need you to go in their veins and open it up supernaturally. 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 Open up their veins where the blood can flow free supernaturally. Hallelujah. 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 Send your spirit. Send your Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit. Your pure spirit. To now enter into the clogged veins. And open them up supernaturally. With a life that's called blood. May flow freely. Where they have no tingling in the arms. They have no tingling in the feet. They have no pain in the knees. They have no pain in the neck or the shoulder or the arms. Because you've opened up them. Open them up God. Another deep breath. Fill us up. It's your breath. It's your breath. Is your breath, Father, that we long for. It's your breath. Whatever we've been carrying for this year, we're letting it go. All out, all out. Empty me out, Father. Empty me out. Empty me out. Empty me out. Empty me out. Empty all of it out. Empty it out. Empty it out. Now, church, receive. Receive. Amen. There you go. Amen. 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 Bless the Lord. Yes, yes.
Hallelujah. Come on, Deborah. Yes. And it's just not just in the house of the church. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Come on, tell your neighbor you've got to get started. Yeah, ask him again, what are you waiting on? You got what it takes. If you receive that word, come on, come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. It touched me. Amen. 
That word touched me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Mac, this water was for you, but. <laughs> Amen. 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 Now it's time for the word. Amen. It's time. It's time for the word on this on tonight. Uh, I'm gonna do something a little different before we get into the word. Before we get into the word, I want to bless the house. Can we do that? I'm trying to get everything out the way, so when we get into the word, it's done. What we're gonna do is I'm I'm just gonna take this time and I'm just gonna ask you to bless the house with me on tonight my wife and i we're gonna we're gonna work i don't have no set way of doing it i don't have a way where we pass the bucket around i i, I don't i don't have that everything that we do here is being intimate everything that we do in the house is is to be intimate amen so what i'm going to do i'm not even going to ask i'm not even going to put you on the spot tonight tyra what i'm going to tyra said oh thank you pastor so what I'm going to do tonight, I want us to quickly, shout quickly. quickly. I want us to quickly, quickly, quickly bless the house. If you can bless the house on tonight, quickly, 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 quickly. Let's bless the house. Amen. Let's bless the house quickly. I'm saying quickly, 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 quickly. And when you have it quickly, amen. Now I might ask Tara to help me here because there are several ways you do it, right? I think we can do it by... Cash app and and, um, church track. and church church okay so just cash app all right cash app or cash amen amen we want to bless the house really quickly on tonight all right amen amen and the way we do it is when you have it amen what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask everyone to stand to your feet that's what I'm going to do when you have it. Amen. When you have it, when you have it, my family got mine. Amen. They got mine in their hand. No, no, no. You can hold it. 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 Because you're going to walk it up. Amen. Just wait. Yep. Just wait. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let me show you a method about giving. You know when the Bible says that, you know, it's, it's better to give than receive. Here's what he's saying. I need somebody to just give me something. It, it don't matter. Okay. I, I'm going to give it back. I promise you I'm going to give this back. Okay. Just <laughs> see. Okay. Okay. Kira just gave me this. All right. But watch this. I, I want you to see something. See, after tonight, you will never have an issue with giving. If it's not even in the church, it, it can be out there in the street. You're going to be the biggest givers. Not just in a church. I'm talking about in the world. Say I'm the biggest giver in the world. Because I'm going to show you how you get back. More than what you give. Okay, Kira, watch this. Y'all watch this. See, she gave me that. The way that God programs your mind, and I'm serious. You don't believe this. You go back and study it. The way God programs your mind is that your mind never sees you giving. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says it's better to give than receive because the more you give, the more you receive. Right? Right? Watch this. Go ahead and give it. See, God never programmed your mind to see it leaving your hand. So you don't know you're giving. See, watch that. Your mind doesn't know that it's leaving your hand. So the only thing your mind see is that it's keeping. So if this is a thousand, right? And Kiara put this in my hand. 
then what's coming back to her? It's a supernatural law. So the more you give with a clear heart, it doesn't matter if it's 10 cents. You may have no money in your pocket, but you have the desire to give. So you step out your car and you're walking and guess what you see on the ground? Five cents. We walk over the five cent, but then yet we're asking God to give us. Stoop down. Pick up that. And don't hold it to save it. Give it. I tell him, keep the change. It's better to give than receive because your mind only sees receiving. <laughs> so the more you give, the more you what? Hallelujah. I'm going to pray. I want you to hold it up right now. I want you to hold it up. I want you to hold it up. Oh, he didn't put mine up. Okay. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. Hold it up. That's all right. Hold it up. Hold it up. Amen. Hold it up. Father, I ask you to multiply whatever seed that your children have in their hand tonight. Whether great or small, wide or tall, bless it, multiply it, not only in this church. But God, I need for you to multiply it in their life. I need, Father, for them to see a supernatural blessing so that it will stir their faith up even the more. For it to stir them up even the more. For them to be stirred up in trusting you in that area of finances, in that area of economics, even the more. I need for you to take, you God, take whatever is in their hand. Yeah, yeah, come, come in. Yeah, you come in, come in, hold on. Yeah, yeah, while you still have it high, while you still have it high. I don't know if you did it on Cash App. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if you have anything to give. But you take that back to your seat. Go ahead. Now that's your physical seat. 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 Now I want you to take it and lift it up. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, God, multiply my seed. Supernaturally. S multiply my seed. For my family multiply my seed for the orphans multiply my seed for the poor multiply my seed for the ministry and father multiply me that I may be the biggest giver that I may change the world with my giving that I may heal some family with my giving do this supernaturally in Jesus name if you believe it's done in your life come on and open up your mouth and give him a victory shout if you believe that you have the anointing of God on your life for wealth come on open up your mouth and give him glory your family will never be the same your generation will never be the same now on the count of three, what we're going to do in no secret way, we're going to step right out to the side. It will be your right. We will step right out to the side. Well, some can step out to the left, and you're going to come, and you're going to place it right in, the, right in this pan, right in this pan, right in this pot, if you will. Excited. Do it quickly. One, two, three. Quickly as you can. Hallelujah. 
quickly as you can, quickly as you can, with excitement, with excitement, with excitement. It may take a while sometime for the blessing of the Lord to, to find you, but when it does, it moves quickly. Yeah, yeah, it moves quickly. God wants us to enter into 2022 with haste, with quickness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and get now give him a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. Amen. Let us now get into the word on tonight. I want to say on this morning so bad, and I'm fighting that. Amen. I'm fighting from saying on this morning. Is it all right if I take the microphone down and I talk to you, or do some of you guys need for me to have the microphone in my hand? Okay, amen. Bless God. I want to flow a little bit with you. Amen. That means you're going to have to listen. Faith comes by what? And hearing by the what? Amen. On tonight, I want you to turn your Bibles over with me to Ephesians. And all of those who are visitors, this may be a little bit different from how you may be accustomed of seeing things done. Amen. At your home. But tell your neighbor the word is the word doesn't matter if I'm dressed in a robe or if I'm dressed in a black suit or if I'm wearing Nikes. Amen. Tell your neighbor the word is the word. The, word, is the, word. the Holy Spirit doesn't follow somebody by just the way they're dressed. The Holy Spirit wants to see the word. It follows 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 the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor we are word people. Hallelujah. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse number 10. Ephesians. When you have it, say, I got it. Amen. To all of you who are watching this and will be watching this, I thank God for you. I pray that this word touch you. I pray that this word bless you in a mighty way. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong. In the Lord, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be something. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Father, touch this word. Anoint this word. Let this word flow freely through my lips. As I decrease, that your spirit may increase in me. In Jesus' name, and the church say amen. amen. I'm going to talk to you. Now I'm trying my best not to hold you. But I'm going to talk to you from a subject called hold fast to your confession. Hold fast to your confession. Say, so I will hold fast to my confession. How do we do it? In verse 10, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong. Here's what you need to realize. That God, your father, will never tell you to be something that he knows you are not capable of being. Because God is not a liar. So if God tells us, if your father tells you to be strong, then he knows that you have what it takes to be that. Say, I am strong. I am strong. Well, well, guys, there's another scripture that says, let the weak say, I am strong. If you're feeling weak, the only way that you can become strong is you have to say it. So the word of God says, finally, means come to a time. Come to a place in your life. There should be a season in our life 
that we are what? Strong. But the problem is the reason why we don't feel like we're strong because we're trying to do it in us. And I know that there are messages. I know that there are motivational speeches that tell you you got to believe in yourself. And yes, that's commendable. You must believe in yourself at some degree. You have to believe that you can get up. You have to believe that you can walk again. You have to believe that you can move again. So yes, believing in yourself, there is some ingredient to it. But the Bible says this, in this case, be strong in who? Okay. I can stand and grab the microphone and just talk it. But I want you to see it. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be what? He is not talking to unbelievers. He is talking to believers. Say he's talking to me. He is not talking to the world, but he is talking to the church. Before entering into 2022, you have to understand that we must be strong because strong is better. Being strong is better. But sometimes you don't feel like you're strong. There's times that you wake up in the morning and you just don't feel like it. I'm right or wrong. There's times that you don't feel as strong as you did last month or last week. Or there's some circumstance, there's some life event that you just went through. Might have lost a loved one that can tear you down. Might have got laid off that can tear you down. Going through a divorce that can tear you down. There are things in life that can tear us down and cause us not to feel like we're strong. But this, what the word of God is saying, has nothing to do with your feelings. He is not telling you to be strong in your feelings. He said, be strong where? In the Lord. Say, I am strong in the Lord. Say, I am strong in the Lord. That's not encouraging yourself in yourself. The Bible says that David encouraged himself where? In the Lord. How do we do it? In his word. That means the word of God has to, we, not God, we have to, not God. We have to make God's word final authority all over our life. That means if God said it, that is what? If God says that I am the head, then I am the what? Not the what? Tail. But there's times in your life that you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like you're the what? <laughs> See that? If you're getting this, say I'm getting this. Not only be strong in the Lord, but what else? In the power of whose might? That has been some of our problem in 2021. We've been seeking to be strong in ourselves and in our own might. In ourselves. So the only way that it's going to get done is I have to do it. Can I teach a little bit? If you're going to allow me to teach, say I will. Struggling in marriage, up and down in marriage. Trying to be strong in yourself and in the power of your own might. Say, I will turn everything over to the Lord. Say, I will turn everything over to the Lord. Say, if God said it, then that's it. 
It's called T-R-U-S-T. Trust. With all. All of it. Not a little sprinkle of it, but what? All of it. Okay. Verse 11 says how you do it. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the what? Now why God? You know, you know God, in case you didn't know, God is smarter than me and you. Just in case you may have a little bit of doubt that God, the originator, he is much more intelligent than we are. So why God just didn't say this? Put on the armor of God. He could have just said, put on the armor of God. But why did he say whole armor of God? Tell your neighbor because God know you better than you know yourself. I mean, if I don't remind my boys to put on deodorant, they're going to probably walk out the house and don't put on no deodorant. If I don't remind my little baby boy, Joe, make sure you brush your teeth. He gets so excited, he run out the house and forget to do what? I mean, if you had kids, come on, you, you know what I'm saying. Don't act like you didn't have to go back and tell your little kid, look, go back and then wash your face. If you ain't wash your face good enough, you still got it right here. You still see it right here. So God knows us better than we know ourselves. So he said whole armor because he knows that there are times in our life that we won't put on all of it. He knows that there are times in our life that we won't use all of it. He knows that there's times in our life that we're going to get prideful because, oh, we feel good today. So now we got it. And now we can run with it. So he says, put on the whole armor of God. But what is the purpose for putting on the armor of God? Why am I doing this on tonight? Because sometimes we can invite the enemy in and we don't even know. We can become ignorant. The Lord said, put on the whole armor of God. That's not a suggestion. Yes. So I will. Put on the whole armor of God. You are snared by the words of your mouth. So I'm getting you to confess it. Because if you confess it, you got to live by it. So oftentimes we go to church and we just hear the pastor preaching and we say nothing. Life and death is where? So if we practice right here, right now, confessing God's word. Okay. And we can have what we say. The reason why God wants you to put on the whole armor of God is so that you may be able to stand against. Stand against, not fight 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 against. Stand against, not what? Stand against, not what? God has not designed you to fight the devil. God has not given us the power nor authority nor anointing to fight that enemy out your marriage. 
He has not designed you to fight the enemy off your children. He has not designed you to fight the enemy off your health. He's given you the power to stand no matter what season it may be. Say, I will stand. Say, I will stand. Say, I will stand. I don't have to personally know what you're going through, but I prophesy to each and every one of you, you will stand. I want to I give you the word. I want to give you the word so that there will be no arguments here. That this is the word of God. This is not Frankie's word. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil of 2021 and hey can i be frank and honest with you if you don't think that there's going to be some devils in 2022 then you are really out of your mind i mean if you really think that you're going to enter into 2022 and there's not going to be some hills to climb man you're out of your mind hey we can shout we are victorious all we want but here's reality you're going to deal with some devils you're going to deal with some devils expectingly and you're going to deal with some devils unexpectedly there's going to be some hills that you can see, and there's going to be some valleys that you didn't even know exist. In fact, we don't know what we're up against next year, but it don't matter. I'm going to do what? Stand anyway. I didn't know that my father was going to be sick with leukemia. We didn't know that. But what did we do? Stood anyway. I didn't know I was going to lose my father-in-law. I didn't know that. I mean, my goodness. But what did we do as a family? Stood anyway. You don't have to try to figure it out, church. Save yourself that battle and just stand. Sometimes you don't even know how you're going to stand. Just stand right there. Just stand right there. It looks like it's falling apart. Well, it's going to fall apart by me standing. But it sure enough is not going to fall apart by me running. If it's going to fail... It's not going to fail by me running. It's going to fail by me doing my part and I'm standing. Tell your neighbor, I'm standing. They can leave me, but I'm standing. They can run away from me, but I'm standing. They can lie to me, but I'm standing. They can call me their friend, but really they're my enemy, but I'm standing anyway. Come rain, hell, sleet, or snow, I've decided that I'm standing on his word. Shout, I'm standing. Shout, I'm standing. You can't do it the way you did it before. If this all right, say I. The wiles of the devils is the schemes, plots, and strategies that Satan already had designed for your life. And so Satan knew that you was going to enter to this point, ready to walk through the thresholds of 2022. And that's why he fought you ever so hard in this year. Because he knew that you were destined to see this upcoming year. So he fought the snail out of you. He knew that he don't have the power. He doesn't. He don't have the power to stop you. He don't have that right. God has not given him that power, no right to stop us. So the only trick that he has is to get you to trick yourself into stopping. Okay, I didn't. Maybe I need to get the microphone in that one. His only strategy, his only plan, the only trick in his bag, the only rabbit that he can pull out of his hat now is to get you to doubt. He can't. He don't have the power to stop you. 
He don't have the power to whip you. He don't have the power to beat you. The only thing that he has is manipulation and influence. So if he can nag you long enough, if he can nag us long enough, then hopefully, he believe hopefully, he can trick us to think that it's over. And the moment you think that it's over, it is over. Prophetic word can come tooth and nail. The, the, the prophet can come, the pastor can come, the teacher can come and stand before you and tell you that it's going to work it out. But here's what I'm going to tell you. God is not going to fight with you. If you believe that it's over, then it has no other choice but to be over. But just because you think that it's over, that's not what the word said. The word says it can't be over. How can it be over? I'm more than a what? A conqueror. So the success that you accumulated on this year, you're more than that. The promotion that you accumulated, you're more than that. The raise, you're more than that. The open door, you're more than that. You're more than whatever blessing that you have today. You are more than that. Amen. Oh, I love teaching. I love teaching. I love teaching. I love teaching. I love it. 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 My mentor said that he would hire God. He, he himself would pay God if he could do this all the time. Like, I will pay God just so I can do this all the time. And God, you ain't even got to pay me. I'll pay you. <laughs> I'll give you my whole check. I'll pay you just if I can teach the word all the time. All right. Okay. Let's, let's, I've got to do this quickly. I've got to do this quickly. So he says, this is schemes and the strategies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read now. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. For we do see these are things that you got to know and settle in your mind going into 2022. That you don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You don't wrestle with 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 mom and them. You don't wrestle with with folk. You don't. You, that's not the struggle. Why, why, you know we got more fighting going on in the church than it is on on, on your job. We we got more war and more disagreement and more envy and strife. That's why folk really don't want to come because all they see is fighting in the church. So Paul is not talking to the world. He's talking to the church, which let us know that they were wrestling. They were warring with each other in the church. And that's a trick by Satan. Satan wants us to fight. Satan wants us to argue. He will do whatever it takes through man to cause his God's word to not be able to go forth. Because what he don't want is he don't want people to be saved. He don't want people to be delivered. So if the church is the answer, then where do you think he's going to fight? If the church is the answer, he'll use COVID to keep us separated. If the church is the answer, he'll use folk not giving so the church doors can close. If the church is the answer, then where do you think he's going to fight? He fights you economically. He try to fight you with depression. He try to fight you with anxiety to keep you away from the word of God. He knows that this is powerful. He was there when God wrote it. He was there when God created. He knows what the word can do. So if he try to keep us away from the word to say, God ain't essential. I can stay home today because I'm tired. Hey, I can study the word of God for myself. And that's a lie straight out of the pits of hell. Because the Bible declares in Romans chapter 10 that you need a preacher in your life. Because the word of God doesn't come out of the mouth of a goat. The word of God doesn't come out of the mouth of a rabbit. The word of God don't come out of the mouth of a dog. But yea, we know that God will use a rabbit or a dog or a goat if he have to. But it's not designed that way. The angel from heaven don't come down and preach the word of God. It's man that God has anointed to preach the word of God to man. Not an angel, not a devil, not a rat, not a goat, not a pig. It's man. So if God can stop you from hearing the word of God, then you lost the battle. 
When you go into 2022, you have to make the word of God essential in your life. See, there's nothing else more important than the word of God. See, there's nothing else more important than the word of God. I feel like my Moscona days. Hallelujah. I feel like my garage days. When the Lord anointed me to stand flat-footed with nothing else in between and teaching and proclaiming his word. I feel young again. I feel 21. I feel like when I first started out in ministry, when I was 33 years old, just standing flat-footed and just declaring his word. Say, this is my season to receive. Say, this is my season to receive. Say, this is my season to receive. Come on and give him a shout of praise. Against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, 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 the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore. I will stand anyhow. When it seems like all is lost, I'm going to stand where? Anyhow. Stand therefore. Have a guard your way with what? Truth. Having put on the breastplate of what? Righteousness. Having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the what? Shield of faith which, uh, with which you will be able to quench some of the fiery darts of the wicked one. All of the fiery darts of the wicked one. Not some, but what? All. Not some, but what? All. That means whatever the enemy throw at your family, take the shield of faith. All of it. Whatever he throw at your health, take the shield of faith. All of it. Whatever he throw at your mind, take the what? Shield of faith. You got to believe that. Not your money. Your money can't protect you from this enemy. Not your education can't protect you from this devil. Not your status or your friends or your social media status. But faith in his word. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Holding fast to your confession. You got to hold fast to it. There's some things that God told you. There's some things that God spoke in your life. There's some things that God said will happen in your life. And somehow or another, we do this year after year. Somehow or another, we do this thing year after year. We allow ourselves, who was once hot to trot, fired up, then we allow ourselves, because of circumstances, to grow dim. And this has become a habit of our life. Amen? Let me give you one more scripture. Turn your Bibles over to Mark's Gospel, chapter 11. Hallelujah. So I will hold fast to my confession. There's some things that God put in my heart. Some that's, all, some that's already working. Some that's already working. Some that's already working supernaturally. Then there's some things that's going to take some time. There's some things that just guarantee you don't even got to do anything. It's going to happen. It's all, everything is in play. But then there are some things, as the prophetic word came to us, just going to take some time. 
But just because it's taking time, you shouldn't lose your confession. And it doesn't mean for you to start moving the pieces. Trust God and let him work it out. Just go to sleep. Go to sleep thinking on the good things. Don't go to sleep thinking that it is a mess. Just go to sleep and begin to think about how you want it to be. And over time, I promise you, it's going to work itself out. When I started out in ministry some years ago, back when I was 33 years old, when I started out in ministry, I saw a man that was teaching me by the name of Apostle Frederick K.C. Price. And I began to learn from that man. And of course, that man was, was very wealthy and he was known all over the world. Shoot, man. When, I wasn't even born when he was preaching the word. So he had helped millions and, and many people over the world preaching and teaching the word of God. So here I am, this, this little fella. What is my odds of meeting Apostle Frederick Casey Price? Like, I don't have money to meet him. You know, I, I don't have this great big church to invite him to like others may have. So, so what is my odds of meeting this guy? What is my odds of meeting this trailblazer? What is, what is my odds of, of, of not, not, not just going to his service and meeting him, but actually being able to sit down and share my heart with him? Tell your neighbor your dreams can come true. If you put your heart on it, your dreams will come true. And I'm not telling you it's going to come true tomorrow, but eventually you think about it hard enough, you think about it long enough, and you put all your heart in that thing, eventually you can draw it to you. So one night... We heard that Apostle Frederick Casey Price was coming to Columbia. I believe it was Columbia, South Carolina. Now, he's from Los Angeles, California. But this man played such of a great part in my life learning the Bible. He would come on television every night at a certain period of time, and I would go get my Bible. And I would sit down, and I had a little green, a little orange marker that my mom gave me. I was a Sunday school teacher, and I was marking that Bible. And I was learning the Word of God. I didn't need anybody to entertain me. I needed the word. Jesus wasn't an entertainer. So where, so where do we get acting like a monkey from so that we can draw people into God? Jesus didn't act like a monkey. He wasn't jumping around. Trust God. Trust God. Trust you guys to trust him. He wasn't doing that. He was doing signs and wonders. And in fact, he said, if you don't believe the words that I say, believe the works that I do. So I was looking for that. I was, and it was other major speakers, great speakers, but this particular man was touching my heart, and I needed to meet him. So me and my father-in-law, Deacon Johnson, we drove to Columbia. Didn't know where he was going. It wasn't no GPS. And if it was, we sure didn't know how to use it. And we laughed, and we sang the whole night. We even got lost, but it didn't matter. And we met him. And I was like a little kid in the candy store. I saw Apostle Frederick Casey Price. He's coming out with his hand. It just is cool, like old Dapperdon. He just is sharp and cool. And I believe at that time he was like in his 70s. But he was sharp with that word. And I studied Apostle Price's words so much that I knew where he was going, when he was going, how he was going to get there. I was studying him. I just didn't, I, I didn't want him to be around the man so that I could get some things and I could have the nice suit and stuff. I wanted to learn. And we took what we had, put some gas in that car. And I don't want to bore you with my story, but I want you to understand something carefully. And we went to Columbia to meet Apostle Frederick Casey Price. After it was done, like I, I, I wasn't even tired I, at all. I wasn't tired. 
He could have sat there and taught for three hours and I would have sat right there in that seat, my butt hurting and all. Nothing else matters. Everyone could have left, but I was going to sit there and get it. And after everything was done, they allowed everyone to come in a line to meet him. And I'm all nervous. I'm shaking. You know, when you get scared, you got to use the bathroom. And I really had to use the bathroom bad, but I didn't want to give up my, my line. So well, I, I hold it like them little kids and I just squeeze on because I'm going to get mine. I, I got to touch this man. Nothing else matters. Not even me using the restroom matter. Let me ask you a question. What really matters in your life? And God is looking for that kind of church that even the way you feel don't even matter. And God knows I had to use the bathroom, but I, I may not get this chance ever again. So I'm not going to waste it. So I command you bladder to hold out. I command you bladder to be strong. And I sat there and I talked with him and I had my Bible. And I gave him my Bible and I asked him, can I get your autograph? I believe I was 33 at the time and I asked him. Now Apostle Price, he's, he's gone home to be with the Lord. But every now and then I look at that Bible and I see his signature. And there's something that he gave me that was worth more than any money that could ever be given. He gave me something. And I didn't realize what Apostle Price gave me, not until about recently. That's where increasing faith, Christian Center, came from. It came from ever-increasing faith. I saw Apostle Price didn't take no shortcuts. And my mom and my dad never taught me to take shortcuts. So his word was doing something in my life. He signed my Bible. He signed my Bible. But not only he signed my Bible is what he put in it. And I saw that he said, this is a young man. He don't know the obstacles that comes with ministry. I can see the fire in his eyes. He don't know the plots and plans and, and, uh, th that Satan has for him. And I know the only thing that this young man, he, Apostle Price, looking at me because he could see the fires in my eyes. He said, you know what? I know the only thing he see right now is preaching to the world. That's all he see. But he don't know that there's times in which he's going to feel alone. He don't know that there's times in which he's not going to have the, the resources. He don't know that there's times that, 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 that folk going to say that they're with him, but he's going to look around and he's going to be standing by himself. When the enemy come to roar up against his family. When the enemy come to roar up against his children. So there's going to be some things that this young man is going to experience, God. And this is what he gave me. And as I got older, I started maturing in it. If you're still awake, say I. And I want to give this to you. It was worth more than a million dollars. It was worth more than any money combined. He signed my Bible and he put in there Mark's Gospel, chapter 11. That's what he did. He signed my Bible, Cookie. He put Apostle Frederick K.C. Price, Mark 11, 23, 24. That's what he gave me. And there's times that I go right back and I visit this scripture. This, he didn't say much. He didn't say much. He didn't talk. He got, grabbed my Bible, he signed his name, and underneath that he put Mark 11, 23, and 24. If you think I'm telling you the untruth, come back here Sunday, and I have that Bible so you can see it. And here's what it says. 
It says, for surely, means verily, verily. Verse 23, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Whatever he says. Whatever he says. If I don't doubt in my heart, I can have whatever I say. That's the secret sauce. Verse 24 says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, not while you pray, when you pray, not while you pray, when you pray, not while you're praying, when you pray, when you pray, when you pray, whatever things you ask when you pray, not after you prayed, when you pray, wherever you pray. Boy, I, I, oh, Lord, help me. Therefore, I say to you, who is he talking to? You. So I'm telling you what Jesus told me. Therefore, I say to you, people of God, whatever things you ask when you pray. That means you shouldn't be crying when you pray. You shouldn't be begging when you pray. You should be decreeing and declaring when you pray. The reason why it seems like we get so much wrong things in our life, because that's what you pray on. Sickness, you pray on it. Lord, help me so I won't be sick. No, you shouldn't pray that prayer. Lord, I thank you for my healing. I thank you for all the healing that's on my way. I thank you, God, for my healing. I thank you, God, for my healing. I believe in your word, and I believe in the healing. So, God, even though I, I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk, because a sick man will stay in the bed, a healed man will get up. Tell your neighbor you can get up again. You don't got to stay there. You can get up again. You can get up again. You can live again. I don't have to stay here. I stay here if I want to, but I don't have to stay here. I can get up again. I don't have to stay down here. I can get up from here. If I want to, I can get up. Take your bed and walk if you want to. Be healed if you want. Be delivered if you want. Be saved if you want. Be set free if you want. It's not predicated on God. It's predicated on me. Tell your neighbor the ball is in your court. God has took the ball out of his court and put it in ours. I'm going to leave you with this one. Mark's gospel 11 and 22, and I'm going to leave you with this one. I'm going to leave you right here. Mark's gospel 11 and chapter 11 and verse 22. Above that, I found out that Jesus said, have faith in God. In that he said to have faith in God. In that he said to have faith where? He said to have faith where? If we're going to be strong in the Lord, we got to have faith where? Having faith in God is not exactly what Jesus meant. I don't want to leave you there. I don't want to leave you there. In the Hebrew terminology, they never said have faith in God. They never looked at it that way. In the Hebrew mind, in Jesus' tongue, they would never say have faith in God. They would say have faith with God. Okay, see, I, me I mess you. I, me I, me I mess you up right there. I mess you up right there. I know, I know, I know. No, 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 no. He would never say have faith in God. 
He would say, have faith. He would never say, have faith in God. He would say, have it with who? With God. What you're going to have to learn and understand and settle in your mind, that, that having faith in God, just don't settle it. Some of us have been taught to have faith in him. And that's all right. But to have faith in God simply means to believe in him. But you got to know who you are in this upcoming year. And write this down. You don't have to turn to it, but you can write this down. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 1 tells you exactly what Christ was saying. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 1 says, We then as workers together with him. We then, you, as workers together with him. Who is the him? It's God. Christ. So you are, God must have you healed. God must have you delivered. God must have you set free. God must have you with a peace of mind. God must have you thinking that you are victorious. God must have you thinking. God must have you thinking. God must have you thinking just like him because you are partners with him. So tell your neighbor God designed you to win. If you lose, then God lose. If you give up, then God gives up. If you throw in the towel, then God throws in the towel. If you say it's over, then you say that God says it's over. If you say that I'm defeated, then you say that God is defeated. If you say that I'm broken and I'm in distress, you say that God is. So the moment God hears you saying those words out of your mouth, he sent a comforter and his name is the Holy Spirit. Because God can't keep you, God cannot allow you to keep yourself in that frame of mind. Because you are not just gods, you are fellow workers with him. So if you don't make it, how the work of God is going to make it. If you walk around sick and defeated, if I walk around sick and defeated, then the kingdom of God is walking around sick and defeated. And that's the kind of lie that the enemy wants us to confess in 2022. And I'm telling you that that's a lie and that's from the pits of hell. And I need everybody while you're sitting down to take your feet and do this on the devil's neck. I need you to stump it. Stump it and crush his head because that's a lie. You are partners with God. God believe in you, so doggone it, you got to believe in yourself. The reason why Jesus Christ came is so that you won't be enemies with God, competing with God. He brought you together with him. So what you bring to, the, to God's table? You bring faith. You bring faith. You bring faith. You bring faith. I don't believe a man should marry a woman or a woman should marry a man. They can't bring, it, bring something to the table. Like if I'm going to bring a spoon, then come on, you bring a fork. If I'm going to bring the plate, come on, bring the napkin. So you got to bring something to the plate of God, and that's not your brokenness. You bring something to the table of God, and that's not your weeping eyes. You don't, why are you trying to dry your eye when the Bible says that God will wipe away your tears? See, the problem is we're trying to do it ourselves, and the only thing God told us to do is have what? Faith. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. On tonight. On tonight. I wanted to encourage your heart. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to do anything more. I didn't want to do anything less. I didn't want it to bore you. And I apologize if you were. But on tonight, I just wanted to encourage your hearts and ease your troubling mind. That is okay. And it's all right. Have faith with God. 
God has faith in you. God has faith in you. So then you have faith with him. God doesn't see you separate. He sees you as one. Sometime go on the outside and just begin to talk. That's what I did out there. I just was talking. And I kept saying, God, send them. Send them. Send them tonight. Send them tonight, Lord. Send them tonight. I didn't know who was coming. Send them tonight. I know you worked. I know you worked. And I know you tired. I know you're ready to sleep. I know it's hard. But you know, my prayer was, God, give them strength. Give them strength on tonight. Because I believe that it was a word that you needed to hear before you enter into the upcoming year. And I so desperately wanted you to fight being tired. I so desperately wanted you to fight just being tired. I know you worked. I know it was hard. You was up all night long or you was up all morning. Some of you guys probably didn't even sat, sat down in your own home and you're here. So I know it's hard. So I wanted, I just, so I was out there and I said, God, I don't know if they're coming. I don't know if they're coming, but God, give them strength. Because I really believe that they needed to hear a word of faith. Because if it's anything that you're going to be tested on year after year, it's your faith. If Satan can get you to doubt, if he can get us to doubt in our heart, then he is winning the battle. But your faith must be strong, not in yourself, in him. Because you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. In fact, listen to me carefully. This year is so... It takes the earth 365 days to make a complete orbit around the sun. An orbit is a one full completion. And how many hours you got left? How many hours you got left? How many hours you got left? Look at that. How many hours you got left? That means the earth is about to have a birthday. The earth is about to have a birthday. The earth is about to have a birthday. And let me tell you how you got there. You got here today because of faith. So don't you doubt you got the God in you. You got here today by faith. I'm talking about, guess what? Maybe the 10th day of, of 2021 might have been hell in your life. Maybe the 50th day in 2021, but just really hard in your life. Maybe the, 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 the 200th day of, the, of, of 2021 was something unmeasurable, but it don't matter. You are here, and within a couple of hours, don't give up. In a couple of hours, don't quit. In a couple of hours, get excited because you're about to have lived 365 days. Twenty-four hours of that, you you stood still. Twenty-four hours out of that, you believed when it seemed like it was no resources. Then out of the twenty-four hours, you did it seven days. When folk was telling us and telling you that you were not consistent, look at you now. You are only a couple hours away from completing a full circle. So you had to have been consistent. Maybe it wasn't showing up the way we thought it would have showed up, but you still was consistent because you're here. That is 52 weeks out of the year. So when you look back over your life and the ups and the downs and the valleys and the good days and the bad days, you survive all of it. And I'm not taking away from those who have left home to be with God and to say that they were weak because they weren't weak. And we, and we could get twisted there because we can think that we're somebody because we're here and they're not. The only reason why they're not here because they have finished their assignment. And your assignment ain't up yet. 
So tonight is something to glorify God about, isn't it? Because tonight you will be able to see your faith working. And don't you never doubt God. Don't you never doubt God. Don't you never doubt God. I bind it. Don't you never doubt God. Even if you might not see God working in your life, don't you never doubt him. Just because it looked like it's not working out, like how you got it written down on that paper, don't you doubt God. When you don't see it unfolding the way you should see it, understand it's the Holy Spirit working. That's the only thing I can tell you. I can just tell you the Holy Spirit working, man. Well, where the Holy Spirit right in here? And he working it out. Tell your neighbor he's working it out. Man, 2022 has already worked out for us. It's already worked out for us, man. It's already worked out for us. Everything is worked out for you. Everything is worked out for you in 2022. In a, in a few hours, I want you, when you get back home, I want you to begin. You ain't got to pop no wine. You ain't got to do that. But if you don't got to jump, shout, run. Run around your house 12 times. Run around your house seven times. Let, they like to shoot off at the gun. Boom, boom, boom. I'm going to shoot off in a praise. Glory! Amen. You may stand. If this has been a blessing, would you come on and give God a shout of praise? Yes. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. If this has been a blessing for you, if this has been a blessing for you, come on and give God a shout of praise. Amen. 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 So we bless God. We thank God. We bless God. We thank God. I'm trying to get my, I'm, I'm, I'm try, trying to, I know the girl's in the praise, but I want to turn this up so I can rest my voice for a moment. Amen. Amen. But I thank God on tonight. This has probably been one of the best New Year's service that we've ever had here. And I thank God for you. Your good journey has just begun. 2022 is going to be an awesome year for you. You're going to receive everything that you've been asking God for, not only in that year, but even in those previous years, you're going to get it. You've been asking God for some things in 2019, you're going to receive it in 2022. You've been asking God for some things in 2015, you've been holding fast and believing on it. The Bible says be steadfast, immovable, always abounding. Be steadfast. Hold fast to your confession. Hold fast to it. It may look crazy to somebody, but that's all right. Don't believe God in this upcoming year for the things that are possible. Man, you know what? I'm going to believe God for the things that are not possible. I'm going to believe God for the impossible. I'm just going to believe God. I'm just going to put my faith out there and believe God for the impossible. Whenever, you, whenever being afraid creeps up, that means you're supposed to have it. Whenever you believe in God for something and it looks like the spirit of being afraid creeps up, that means you're supposed to have it. Thank you, Lord. I receive that. I receive that. The house is too big. I can't afford it. I get afraid. That means I'm supposed to have that. I'm supposed to have it. You see, you can be healed. That's all right. But watch this. Let's take it a step further. Why be healed when you can walk in divine healing? get afraid of that I'm supposed to have that so whatever the word of God says in our life and we see that our mind begin to tell us to think limitations of it well that's impossible that's right it is I mean God will never tell you the things that are possible he always tell you the things that's what yeah why because it takes faith 
He can what? He can what? He can what? He want to give you, Keisha, the impossible for somebody to see the impossible working in your life and they will believe. He want, he want that. He want us to be blessed so that it will attract those and they will come to you. See, God blesses those he can trust that don't mind to tell them where it came from. Hallelujah. If this word has blessed you going into 2022, come on, make a, a noise unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's done by faith. The word told us just get started. We don't got to figure out. We don't got to stop trying to figure it out and just get started. Let's just do something. Maybe to get started is to find a shovel and just go dig. I, God, I don't even know where to dig, but I'm just going to dig. I'm going to go find something to dig. Stop waiting for him to direct you and just get started. Okay. We, 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 stop waiting for him to direct you with everything. Okay, let me, give, let, me, let me give it to you better. Stop waiting for God to give you the whole pie before you get started. And understand when he tells you to go. I'm just going to take you at your word and I'm going to step out. I'm just going to step out. The reason why Peter sank, because he wanted to prove to his disciples that I can do it. So he sunk not because he didn't believe in Jesus. He sunk because of his pride. And he was the one stepped out in the water because he wanted to be the boss. So then when his, when his fellow brethren saw it, he might have looked back at them and took his eyes off Christ to say, see, guys, you can do it, too. Look at me. And he began to sink. You don't want God to prosper you so you can look good in front of people. You want God to prosper you so he can use you to change lives. Let us pray. Father God, our God, our Father. I thank you for tonight. Just in a few moments, just in a few hours, we are about to experience something that some people take for granted. That is the unfolding of life. And yea, not every day were great, not every night was peaceful. But we needed those unpeaceful nights as well as we needed those peaceful days to bring us to this point. Touch every heart in this place. Protect them as they, as they leave this place. They will not leave your presence. Anoint them. Give them the fire. Give them the zeal. Give them the encouragement. Give them every ingredient that they're going to need in this upcoming year. Oh God, anything that they ask you for, don't withhold it from them. Give it to them. Bless them. Protect them. And guide them. In Jesus' name. If you believe that prayer, come on, shout amen. amen. Come on, give him a victory shout. Come on, give him a victory shout. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give him a victory. I need somebody to shout hallelujah. Come on, if I can just get two people to do it and everybody follow along. I need two people who is crazy to just lift your voice up high and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. We have come to the end of this now. 
Has everyone in this place received Jesus as Lord and Savior of their life? If you have, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Good. That means everyone is leaving out this place saved. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Father God, as we depart from this place, we shall not depart from your presence. Bless these, your people, in a mighty way. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit and the preaching and the, the declaring of your word. I thank you, Father, for every hand that was able to give and even the hands that may not have been able to give, Father, touch their hearts as well in a mighty way. I thank you for the healing of all the bodies that has transpired. I thank you, God, for all the healing hearts and all the healing of the mind that transpired. We tonight give you all the praises, glory, and honor, for we know that you are a victorious God, and in you we have the victory. In Jesus' name, let the church shout amen. amen. Now repeat these words after me before we are dismissed. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. One moment, Tyra.